Welcome, you're listening to the Agile Unemployment Podcast, where in each episode, we take an in-depth look at being out of work. We'll talk about the programs and benefits available to you. We'll talk about the job hunting process itself. And most importantly, we're going to address the psychological and emotional impact that being out of work has on the individual. I'm your host, Sabina Sulat. I'm an HR expert and author. A few years ago, I lost my dream job and found myself unemployed for the first time in my life. I was frustrated by the lack of resources and information available to people out of work, but more than that, I was just stunned by the fact that we don't talk about unemployment. I took my experience and I turned it into a book and I now coach people to build resilience while they're out of work. If you are out of work, if you recently lost your job, or maybe you've been unemployed for a while, or maybe you're just afraid that you might lose your current job, this is the place to be. We're a safe place where we can talk about all aspects of being out of work. We can answer your questions and we can help you build resilience so that when you go back to work, you are stronger and more confident than ever. So let's get started. Hi, everybody. It's Sabina. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast and listening. We are now in the month of November. I wanted to talk about the end of the year and how to handle the next two months coming up. I didn't want to wait until the end of the year to do some kind of synopsis or end of year podcast because these last two months of the year, if you are struggling with employment, if you are struggling with unemployment, you're probably looking at the next two months with this very strange combination of anticipation and dread. It's a great time of year. If you live in a place like where I live, you're looking at the changes of the seasons, people are nicer, they're kinder, there's hope. But then if you're out of work, if money is tight, if you've been struggling for a little bit, it's even harder because there's this reminder of where you are and where you aren't. You're going to run into people you've probably been able to avoid or keep to a minimum with the contact over the prior year, but holidays, family gatherings, it's almost impossible to avoid them. And there's a part of you that might want to stay inside and hunker down and avoid everyone and say things like, oh no, we're being really quiet this year. I need a calm, quiet holiday. Then there's another part of you, if you're like me, where you want to be around people because it's hard being on your own right now. And then there's this paradox of no matter how many loved ones you have surrounding you, how supportive they are of you, how caring they are of you, it's easy to feel absolutely alone. I want to tell you absolutely everything you are thinking and feeling is 100% valid. It is normal, especially given your circumstances. What I'd like to do today is talk about a few things you can do to make this time a little easier, most importantly on yourself. Let's jump in. Quick side note, 
I did in season one of the podcast. I do have an episode about the holidays and unemployment. Surprisingly and not surprisingly, it is one of the least downloaded episodes of this podcast. This is a tough topic. I get it. Also, the podcast was a lot newer back then, but I do think it's worth going back and taking a listen. I'm not going to talk about deep specifics with the holidays. This is what should you be doing between now and the end of the year? Let's talk generalities first. I think it's normal to be overwhelmed. And when that happens, one of the first things I tell people is to step back and take a breath. That's why I'm doing this podcast now. We can't always do that when we're in the swing of things, when we're traveling, running to visit people, when we're cooking, when we're planning things, the pressure of the holidays, and there's a certain kind of oh no, energy we get caught up into. I think now that Halloween is over and we have this kind of calm before things really gear up, this is the time to take a breath. Take some time to yourself if you need it. Do some reflection. Be very circumspect about things. If you're struggling, if you're looking for work and things haven't turned out the way you'd hope they have been, I don't want you to get caught up in that. It can be amplified this time of year. I'm speaking from my own experience more than once. I think this is a great time to really look back at what you've done. And I recommend this to anybody I coach, anybody I interact with. I do this with groups of take a few minutes, start a list of accomplishments. It can be a list that covers your entire career, the past month, the past calendar year. I think it's really important to take a look at the good things you've done. We always look at the bad. I am one of those people. I try not to, but I always think about the things I should have done better or differently, or I haven't done. I need to get better at this. You need to get better at this. Take a few moments, go to a quiet place, go to, I don't know if it's your favorite coffee shop, favorite corner of your home. You deserve this time. Have cup of really great coffee, whatever nourishes you, little treat. Sit down and write out your list of accomplishments, things you are proud of. Don't worry that someone else won't think they're accomplishments. Don't worry about the magnitude of it. But if you've gotten up every day and you've managed to get the kids off to school and make the bed and get through the day, that is an accomplishment. You are the judge of this. If it's the fact that you've applied for a certain number of jobs, accomplishment. If you've had interviews, phone screens, second round interviews, you might even have an offer. All of those things are accomplishments. They're things that you are proud of. I'm not going to limit the number of things. I want you to fill as many lines, as many pages as you can. Anything that makes you proud. Don't worry what anyone else thinks. Don't overthink it. But start that list. Here's the other thing. Keep adding to it. Once you start thinking about things that you're proud of, things that you've done, 
other things will start coming back to you. You're changing your mindset. You're in this mindset of recognition, of understanding that you have managed to do some really great things. Keep adding to that list. It will never end. Not only that, I want you to keep it somewhere public. Tape it to the refrigerator, the bathroom mirror, wherever you're going to see it pretty often next to your laptop. Keep it on your phone, whatever works for you. Then I want you to have that habit of looking at that list. Maybe every day, maybe once a week, maybe bookended on Monday morning and Friday evening, whatever works for you. But also, I want you to look at this accomplishment list when maybe you're not feeling at your best, when you need a little boost, maybe even before you go into an interview or apply for a job. It's going to sound silly, but you're going to start to radiate with a little bit of pride with this list, and that will increase the more you add to it. That carries over into all of those other activities that you do. If you read that accomplishment list before you have that phone screen, you're recognizing, yep, I am pretty awesome. That's going to carry over in the sound of your voice, your attitude, the way you answer questions. If it's before you go to a holiday party or a family gathering, boy, I needed this practice back in the day when I would go to family dinners, but read that list and keep in mind that you have done these amazing things. You don't have to share them with anybody. It's the attitude that you have and that kind of standing a little taller and feeling a little better about yourself. It is so important right now. I can't stress this enough. It's these small exercises, these small little things that we do that carry us through to the next thing. The other thing I'm thinking that you really need to do is take a look at your self-care. Everyone argues with me that, oh, I already do that. And then without fail, later down the line, when we're coaching or when we're interacting, they start to admit, you know what? I really am not sleeping well. I need to move more. I wish I was reading more. I should be eating better. I should be, I don't know, organizing my closets, whatever it is. Think about your self-care and make sure that you are doing the things you need to do to keep yourself in peak condition. Do the best you can at this time. All too often, we equate these things with money. There are always things you can do that cost very little, that are free, but they're really important to do. Keep in mind there are eight pillars of self-care. That sounds exhausting. You cannot handle all of them at once. Pick a priority. If you're feeling run down and you think your health isn't where you want it to be, make that your priority. If it is indeed money, and I know that's a tender topic, take a look at it and think of one or two actions that you could do. If it's social, make sure that you get together with people who love you and care about you. You can even say, don't want to talk about the job situation. Let's go ahead and make sure that we're supporting each other. Be honest about your needs. Take a look at those pillars. 
prioritize a small daily action, and it can be something as simple as drinking the amount of water you need to drink, or taking a few minutes for quiet reflection or meditation. I meditate every day, I'll be honest, about seven minutes is my attention span, but I make sure that I do it. Anything that is going to help nourish you, and then if you want to continue to increase the time or the efforts that you make, but do not neglect your self-care, especially this time of the year when we tend to let those things go the wayside. You don't want to neglect yourself. Another thing that I think is really helpful this time of year, I guess it's a given that we have Thanksgiving coming up and the holidays. Gratitude is important. And no matter what your situation is, I do feel that there's always something to be grateful for. To recognize that you are lucky to have something that probably someone else might not have. And it's very specific to you. It's something that's important to you that you understand and that you respect. And that brings me to the second part of this. There are two practices I think you should have daily. One of them is, of course, gratitude. That's where you are grateful for certain things. I've talked in the past about an exercise where you, every night, Write down three things that you're grateful for, and doesn't matter what they are. It could be, I don't know, your sports team. It could be that a, your favorite series has just released a full season on streaming. Whatever it is, your family, your loved ones, your health, anything. I want to add something to this that I've tried to incorporate recently, and it really is much more fulfilling for me. You've got gratitude, and then you've got appreciation. The difference is gratitude is the recognition. The appreciation is when we understand the value that is put on it, that we understand there's the meaning to it. And take, for example, I had somebody come visit me, and I was very grateful that they came to visit me. The appreciation comes in when I realize they are out of work. It costs them gas. It costs them time away from their job search, their family. It took effort for them to get out of their house because they're not at their best. It wasn't that someone came to visit me, but the fact that it's the effort that they put into, that's the appreciation part. I recognize that. This is not something they had to do. They wanted to do it. They put forth some effort into it. And more importantly, I don't look at it as the effort it might have taken me to see them. It's the effort based on their perspective. If you give somebody $10, you might think that's not a lot. It might not be a lot to you, but if someone gives you $10, you need to think about, were they giving up something to give you that money? Was this an effort for them in perspective of their lifestyle, where they are in life, what they have, their resources, things like that. I feel like gratitude is a great practice, 
But when you add that appreciation to it, it becomes so much deeper. And I think that your understanding of it, the feeling that you have for it, increases in magnitude because you really do get it. Gratitude is great, but also do that deeper thinking of really, what does this stand for? I think that's going to help you put things in perspective. If others don't do this for you, that's okay. Because we're worried about you right now. And things take on a deeper meaning when we fully appreciate and understand the effort, the thought, the thoughtfulness that goes into them. Good time of year. Take perspective. Think about your accomplishments. Bring in that practice of gratitude and appreciation. And then here's the other thing I want you to do. And this is the harder ones. I've set you up to put you in this really great mindset of positivity. Now's the time to take stock because I, you need to build yourself up before you look at things you want to do differently, things you need to do before the end of the year, want to do before the end of the year. Sometimes we have to shore ourselves up a little bit. Everyone's plan for this time of year is different. Think about what do you need to do? What do you want to do? Where do you want to end the year? I come from this background where however we end the year is an indication of how the new year coming in will be. Something I learned from my grandmother. It's made me very superstitious, but it's also a really good practice because I want the upcoming year to be fantastic for me. I make every effort to make sure the prior year ends on a high note. Think about where you are in the job search, what you want to do differently. What do you want to do differently as an occupation? Do you want to shift careers? Do you want to transition? Do you want a promotion? Do you want to do something different? Is everything you're doing serving you? I'm asking you to take stock. I'm not sure now's a good time to do anything differently, but think about it. Be mindful. A lot of times when you're in the job search, it becomes very pedantic. It becomes very, oh, wake up. I'm going to look at LinkedIn and Indeed and Idealist and go to some websites. I'm going to submit my resume and my cover letter and I'm done. Now's the time to review everything. And is the resume up to date? Should you change something? Are there new skills you've developed? Have you done new volunteer work? Have you done a new job? Do you need to update your online profiles? All of that. Now is a great time to take stock and make sure that everything is refreshed. Is there any development that you need to do for yourself? Now's a great time of year to do it. Things do slow down. In some areas, they speed up. We've got prep for holidays, things like that. But professionally, things tend to slow down a little bit if you're working or maybe you want to slow down the job search. Think about reading a book. Think about taking a course online. There are plenty of free venues where you can add skills and it will only help you in the long run. Think about how you want to end those next, the next two months. 
what you need to do professionally. Is it the tools you're using for your search? Is it your own development? Here's another thing. This is a great time to network. Hey, let's get together before the holidays. I'd love to talk to you. Great, great opening. Hey, before the end of the year, why don't we get that coffee? You can talk a little shop. Sure, why not? Think about that. Do you need to build your network? Do you need to get in touch with your network again? Great time to do it. People do have a little more free time. We've talked about the tools for your job search, the direction of your job search, your network, expanding it, getting back in touch with it, culling it a little bit to make sure that it serves you your online profiles. Let's talk about actually applying for work. I get this question all the time and I love that people ask me this. It's, is it worth looking for work right now? And there's multiple schools of thought on this. Some people think, oh, nobody's hiring or nobody's putting out job openings because, oh, budgets are ending, nobody is actually in the office, things like that. I think you should continue your job search. I'm going to point blank say it. Usually I say it's up to you, but I don't see the harm in it. Twice I have been hired and interviewed over the holidays. Once I received a job offer on Christmas Eve. A lot of people step back their job search because it's the holidays. They want to focus on other things. They're afraid that the really good offers aren't out there. I totally get that. And if that's what you want to need to do it, you have to do what's right for you. But if you want to continue on that job search, I think you should. Because first of all, there are people who are taking a break. There is, I'll be blunt, a little less competition out there for you. As an employer, if somebody is willing to be interviewed over the holidays, I know that they're in something 100%. I do not think it's desperate. I think they need a job. Go ahead. Anything you apply for. If in the end it's not right for you, if it's not the right job level, the right compensation, the right fit, that's okay. You've expanded your network. You've gotten the experience of interviewing. You know that your resume works. You know that your cover letter works. All of that is great to carry on into the new year, but you never know. You could be like me and get that phenomenal job offer and accept it. And then you go into the new year knowing you have a job. You have nothing to lose, in my opinion. I would continue that job search, continue applying. After you make sure, of course, all of your tools for applying are up to date and aligned and ready to go. Keep in mind, when you receive a job offer, you are in control. You can say no. You can negotiate money, time off title. Look at everything as an open conversation. You can always opt out. You can always decide to do something else. You 
are the asset, you are in control. And it's really important to keep that in mind throughout this entire process, throughout these next couple of months. So answering that deep, dark question, should you continue to apply for jobs? Absolutely. But if you're feeling overwhelmed and you need to step back and take a break, go ahead and do that. I don't think anyone is going to begrudge you taking a little time off of the job search for the holidays. In fact, I think a lot of people probably would advocate for that. It is entirely up to you. You have to do what's right for you. Do I think taking time off from the job search over the holidays is going to hurt you? Probably not. I feel that the future you deserve is out there for you. It will work out with timing. It will happen when it is supposed to happen. But most importantly, I think you have to do what is best for you. That is a huge tenant of self-care. What is right for one person is not right for another. I don't think you really owe anybody an explanation. I do think if you have family, a partner, having that discussion, asking for empathy, making sure that you take care of your priorities and your obligations, and one of them is actually you and your health. Keep all of that in mind. One more time as I close out to summarize. Look at these next two months as this opportunity for you. Think about how you want to end the year, how you want to come into 2024. Most importantly, recognize what you've done over this past year, month, your career, anything that's going to bolster your mood, remind you of your job skills, your work accomplishments. Do that accomplishments list. Keep adding to it. Keep it public. Look at it several times a week. Look at it when you need that kind of feeling of elation, that recognition that you are indeed phenomenal because you are. Keep adding to it. You will never stop adding to it. Remember that. You can go as far back with it as you want because everything you've done has made you who you are right now. Make sure that you practice gratitude. Make sure that you understand the things that you have, that you make it a point every day to acknowledge something that makes you feel good, that helps you, that supports you, that nourishes you. And then do that deeper level of appreciation. Understand why this thing is important to you. Was it hard fought for? Was it emotionally significant? Did it require energy and effort? Both of those practices, that gratitude and appreciation are going to serve you so well as you go into the holiday. Make sure it's in perspective to you. This is a hard time of year where it's easy to see what other people have. Worry about you and what you have and learn to be grateful for that. Other things are going to start coming to you when you do this. I promise you that. It's very rare that I promise anything. I can promise you that one. 
once you're feeling good and accomplished and in that great space, then this is the time to assess where you want to be, what you might need to do differently. It's a checklist that everything you're doing is as good as it can be, and you should keep doing it. Decide, do you want to take a little time off from the job search? Do you want to focus on other parts of the job search that aren't necessarily applying to jobs, but rebuilding your profiles, looking at your social media, tending to your network? I really do recommend the network one. It has never failed to serve me. Your own development. Now's a little time for you. Think about all of those things. If you want to keep applying for work, if you feel you should, then do it. You never know what is going to happen. But also, if you feel that need for that break, go ahead and take it. I would say continue to work on other things such as development. You continue to keep your skills up, that you continue in that mindset of looking for work. I think being active and proactive is really important. But I think all of these things can be really empowering and they can help you get through the next couple of months, the holiday season, so that when you're ready to go back to work, you are healthy and confident and ready to begin working. That's it. That's what I have for now. Keep listening. I'm going to hit this topic again about things you can do hitting the holidays, hitting the end of the year. But I think now is a really good time to be mindful of it. Keep listening to the podcast. And best of all, take care of you. And there you have it for today. I hope you learned something or heard something today that is helping you as you are in your out of work journey and that will help you normalize the conversation about being out of work. If you heard something that resonated with you, please show us support, subscribe, like, or comment on something. If you'd like to learn more information, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Sabina Sula. I'm the only one. You can also reach out to me on my website, reworkingworks.com. You can also email me at s-s-u-l-a-t at reworking.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you want to know about private coaching, more about the book, more about the podcast, I wish you luck in your getting back to work journey. I hope that you've learned something here that if it hasn't made that journey a little shorter, it's at least made it a little easier. Until next time, thanks for joining.